0: You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. Team Ad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious
1: as you. We look at the most
0: important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How you doing? Good. 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 I'm glad to hear it. We got more questions? You got answers?
1: I'll try to make some answers. Make some answers? Okay, all right, all right. I'll try to come up.
0: Um, We have some from Leanne again. Yes. Um, We didn't get to those last episode. Um, And then also, we'll we'll start with um, Travis Thrapp. He had a question. He says, Why are there no local pastors doing deliverance ministries? Jesus gave us the
1: authority in his name to cast out devils. Ah, but there are local pastors doing deliverance ministry. There are? There are. Okay. And uh, they're in a high demand, but like Jesus, what I uh, respect about these people is like Jesus, they're saying, hey, don't make a big deal of this. Mm-hmm. Don't go out and tell all of the community, uh, but you've been set free. God bless you. Right, And, uh, may you continue in your freedom it, okay. it's it, it's more of a low-key thing that's going on than, than uh, sensationalism okay it's a really deliberate intent mm-hmm. to keep the sensationalism out of deliverance yeah. ministries because it the sensationalism has taken it to wild and crazy places oh, yeah. and I think part of it is our understanding of how the Holy Spirit works. the Holy Spirit works in and through us. And it's not something that we control or we say it's ours. Uh, I know one guy who helped that says it's not me. It's just not me. And so he doesn't even initiate it. But in the presence of a spirit that needs delivered, he l- delivers. And, and so he he doesn't claim it as his ministry at all. Interesting. But when he's in that situation, that I mean, he'll take care of it. Demon will flee. That's taken care of, but he really doesn't want it out there, right? That's very interesting. So, whereas you know, I these these guys that are putting it on as a, a big show and a big deal, yeah. Ah, the pride sort. If they have control over it, mm-hmm. then I begin to suspect. Okay, because yes, the Holy Spirit's in us. Uh, through us but we don't control the holy spirit. Right. Nope. So uh give all the honor and glory and I think these individuals are very right in making sure it's not a big show, but all the honor and glory goes to Jesus. Okay.
0: How would someone know holy that spirit. they needed
1: to have some sort of a deliverance? Uh listen uh, if, if the voices that you're hearing are contrary to the word of God, then Likely it's demonic. And I say little D demonic. Okay. I think we're always looking for the big D demonic, the okay. guys who you you accost with the Holy Spirit and all of a sudden they roll on the floor and foam with the mouth and those things like that, you know. Yeah. Uh those are the big D demons okay. that we're we sort of think about when we think of the exorcist, you right know? That kind of thing. Uh but I think if we really realize that the voices that the, the the devil can demonstrate through voices that we begin to start listening to that maybe we shouldn't. And so when I experience that kind of demon, I I just bind that demon and uh, send it to hell in Jesus name. Yeah. Because I don't need that. We're always being tempted. Right. And Satan really does, does want us to fall. Mm -hmm. And so, He's so subtle and he disguises even some good things. He can, he can use, uh, he he disguises himself as an angel of light. It says, in I think it's first Peter. He's demonic. Yeah. Yeah. The devil is demonic. Did you know that? And, And so it's so subtle that sometimes we have to call it out in Jesus name and say, Hey, is this, demonic or isn't it? Okay. And then bind it and get it out. Okay. We we live under way too much uh, demonic presence that I don't think we're acknowledging and getting rid of.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I certainly assume there's nothing around anyone I know or no one else's no one I know is being possessed by any big or little d- demons. Well, but
1: I even say uh, I'll even I'll be bold. Can oh. I be bold? Yeah, go this for is, it. I love it. This is your show, so yeah, i got to yeah. be careful. But uh, I'd be so bold as saying that things, some of the things going on in the churches today yeah. are demonically driven. Because Satan wants to divide the church because mm-hmm. the church is the bride of Christ. Right. And if he can dirty or, or somehow disturb the bride of Christ, he's going to do it. Yeah. He is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's where it takes good, solid leadership right now in our churches to bind Satan wherever he's found and and get him out, expose him for what he is and and unify the church.
0: So you're saying that like if the, the church is split, like say like, you know, the Methodist church right now is kind of falling into two separate parts, that one of those is demonic?
1: One is being influenced by the demonic. Okay, I'm not sure. I right. take that is bold. I I'm not sure I would take and say that person has a demon. Right. Okay. I might once in a while, but uh, I, I see this is the thing that's so interesting about when you talk about demonic possession, because you you pray for the person, mm-hmm. you love the person, yeah but you realize that there's a presence in their life that they are following that shouldn't be followed. Yeah. And lots of times it starts with a foothold that we've left in there because of our sin. Right. And have not taken care of. Mm-hmm. And so you, you've you got to deal with people as, you are not a bad person, really. Right. And and beautiful people right. have been in this situation, and all of a sudden they've got to have it their way. right? And I got start looking at them, so why do you have to have it your way? Right. What's behind that? What's driving that?
0: I think the good questions in those situations is like, you know, explain that a little bit more to me, that opinion. And then, you know, where does that where does your opinion your opinion is being formed and what moral authority are you forming that opinion from? Mm-hmm. And that generally gives you a pretty good idea of if they can't say why, or um, they can't explain their opinion in a, a logical way, or if they can't say, oh, the Bible, yeah. here. Book, chapter, and verse. Yeah. Now I'll say that I can do book, chapter, and verse every time, but reference is always pretty easy, mm-hmm. you know? And you so, can Google it. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Isn't that
1: wonderful stuff? Google. Yes, it is. It's better than the Strong's Concordance. That's right. Yeah.
0: So. All right. I think we've licked that one. And if we haven't, please let us know if you got any more questions about that. Oh yeah. So on a lighter note, which gospel is your favorite and why?
1: I like Luke's gospel. Mm -hmm. I really do. I I think it's a a complete, it's yeah. And it flows nicely and he's articulate and uh, I studied it probably more than the others. Well, Matthew, I've studied Matthew quite a bit too. So it'd be Luke first, Matthew, and then John, and then Mark.
0: Okay. See, I was going to go Matthew for you. I mm. figured it'd be Matthew, but Luke makes sense too.
1: Yeah. I'd say James. I like James. But James isn't an epistle. It isn't a gospel. Got me. James is a, le- is a letter, and he and you're you right. <laughs> you got it. That's my favorite letter. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. Especially outside of Paul. Yeah. Yep, I am. I, I stepped over
0: that one. That's so, right. Okay. Which disciple do you relate to the most?
1: John. Yep, and Peter, yes, Pete. Peter's a little too much like me. John's a lot more (laughs) likable.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's true. uh, um, (laughs) He affirms it. I'm sorry. I I feel the same way sometimes. You know, it's uh. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, especially men, can relate to that one. All right. Um, last question: What was your favorite encounter with God?
1: Oh, my. There's so been enough that it, now that... Yeah, it
0: doesn't it, have it, to be the mean? most joyful encounter. It could be uh, just the
1: most powerful. The most powerful one was after Michael's death. Yeah, I, I, I just fun. come back to that several, several times and, and to have him deliver words to me that I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Words that comforted me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's... it has got to comfort. I, I mean, he, in those times when you really need it, that's, if you're not turning to God in those times, I mean, you're really missing out because he's there. He's really ready to
1: heap it on too. Yeah. Yep. And the fact that he said exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any human being, even if they'd gone through the same kind of trials and tribulations, would have been able to say just those few words and have it have that impact. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, And that's, that's one of mine too, is, uh, with my father, actually like a week before he died, I had this feeling hmm. and I wrote him a letter, sent it, to, sent it to him in the mail, big, long letter. And uh, then at a wrestling meet, mom said, my mom and Rob and my sister showed up there and it was at really far away. So when I saw them, I, I knew right away. And I remember keeping it together mostly, until in my room later that night, falling on the floor, and just the just the presence of God at that time answered a lot of questions for me, brought me so much needed just to grieve it, you know. And at that time, you know, I was a fourteen-year-old boy. I thought I had to be strong and tough. and and tough and no crying and get through this, and yeah. So
1: you didn't know it took tears to take care of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was a, it was a life changing
1: moment for sure. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is like to lose a father.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, it was rough and it was, it's interesting cause you know, I think back to it, he, he was an alcoholic, so would that have been a good father figure for me for a long time when I needed it? I don't know. This is this. this is just justifications in my head. You know, I love my father very much, still think of him daily. and But now Rob is like the, they're both the same people. Like they're very gentle, overwhelming amounts of patience. It's almost sickening because I don't know if I'll, I don't think I can, I'm capable of that amount of patience. <laughs> but both awesome role models in their own way. But I think I needed what Rob had to offer right now. And you know, later on in my life too, to kind of, I don't know, shape just who I am. But I guess that could be a roundabout way of saying I like who I've become. But so maybe that's a selfish because thing to say. Because the
1: influence of two men. Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, not just two, but yeah, yeah. Tell you what, you lose a father, you look at everyone as a father figure
1: after that. I, I, I imagine so. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, good men. Yep. They all, all contributed something to the Alex we know and love. Oh yeah.
0: hmm Everyone in this church, every one of them, they, yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was just interesting how that story unfolded, you know?
1: But God is the author of some very good stories. Oh, some great ones. That's for sure.
0: Will you pray us out? I can do that. Awesome.
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the questions that we're getting. We thank you, Lord, for your word and how it answers things. Heavenly Father, guide us in the coming week. Help us to know what you have us to do and in the people you would have us invest in. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you haven't done the Easter trivia, Ooh. Check it out on our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, It's 10 questions. See how well you do. 10 shorts. Yep. Okay. That's right. We'll let you know how we do. I hope uh, Don will get 10 out of 10, but we'll let you know.
1: We'll try to live through that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you next week.
1: Lord willing. Bye.
0: Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun, too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.